Yes, 58 Sports Director, Kevin Holden. When I was asked yesterday if we had a, a spot for Kevin Holden to come on the air from CBS 50, I say we always, we always can make room for Kevin. Of yeah. course we can. I thought it'd be on the phone because I go, I just saw him cover the Brewers from yeah. Arizona just last night or whenever it was. So I thought, I thought Kevin was calling in, but no, Kevin Holden here in person. Kevin, you can't get, you can't get the, the bosses to say, no, let me just, I'll get all my work done, but let me just stay with the team for, for half of spring training. All, all the spring. I turned your bike on. There you are, Kevin. <laughs> all the spring training. Yeah, I mean, that, come on. I'd do that in a heartbeat, especially you know, in March where it's 15 degrees here and it's 80 there. Like there, there is that time. It hasn't happened yet, but there's that time where it gets really warm. Man, I'd, I'd stay out there as long as they let me. You know. But it's not right now, though. It's actually cooler, a lot cooler in the Southwest than people realize. A lot. It was 33 when we left. We flew out this morning, and it was 33. There were delays there. Right, uh, and and it wasn't because of what was going on here. There were flight delays because it was cold, and you know, they, they're not like we are. They're not strong in that kind of conditions. They're weak. There's not a lot of long underwears wearers there. No, <laughs> no. We had a long underwear segment on before you got on. That's why I'm asking. Do you <laughs> own a pair? Of, do you own a pair of long johns? I do not. Did See? you as Did you as a kid? Did no. Your parents make you wear some? No, no I, I grew up in the South, so it wasn't That's really true. a thing. You know, yeah. like we. Maybe once every couple of years it would get that cold, but I would just stay in my room. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm not coming out till it's fifty. I, I understand. So how long? How long did you get? Were you at spring training then, for Kevin? You get there. You get there when as players were trickling in, and 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 what do you you know? Just ask them what they've how the off season was and ready for this season and things like that. What, oh, yeah. what, what happens as, as the team rolls in for the, your first look at the Brewers it's, uh, in 2019? It's so much fun. I mean, we had three days and and basically a part of a fourth, but three full days at the complex. Now, this year is completely different because there's a brand new complex, essentially. I mean, they they gutted the old complex at Maryville. They put $65 bucks in there. And it looks it went from the kind of place that we would go to, and then as soon as we were done, we would peel out. You know, the tires would squeal. We'd be out of there until uh, to, to now where we just wanted to stay. And uh, really a lot of the talk was about that. There's different fields. You know, they have a, a this huge weight room now. They, they don't let us near that, obviously. But, uh, you know, we don't want to get injured. Right, right. So. Uh, so the whole team is there now, correct? Everybody's there, yeah. Okay, so you saw my boyfriend, Eric Thames. Yes, how is he looking? <laughs> Please tell me all about it. You know, I... So you have a couple of players every year that, that show up like in super, super shape and uh-huh. some that are going to take a, a day or two to get into shape. I thought he was a little... Fat? A little, yeah. Mitch. like what? Well, he's, you know, thick. Eric Thames is always thick. So to say yeah. thick is like, he's muscular. I felt like he, he had an extra Chubby. layer on him, yeah. Really? Yeah. Son that that surprises really? me because he's like one of those guys that's like <laughs> rock hard all season long. And also, yeah. do you think it was when he did his appearance on Mass Singer in Korea... That he like was like, oh, I'm gonna this the Chinese food got to just, him. Right. China food had a little China food had a little right, delicious food, and then yeah, <laughs> they I I picture that he's he's such a like a revered figure in Korea. My yeah. guess is he goes over there and they're like, here here's our best everything. Eat right. this, do this, and and so he gets treated like a king when he's over there. I bet that's. I bet that's how I'm it gonna is. guess. Eric Thames is a guy that he just needs two weeks to go. Here I'm just gonna clean up my my stuff. Work out and then boom, his muscles 
His muscles are there, and they just pop out. Oh, so yeah. He doesn't strike me as a guy that go. He could probably just turn it on and go in a week. I just cinch up the diet or whatever, however he does, and then he's he's back at it. He's, what do – so I see guys like position players often report early, which I thought – and correct me if I'm wrong, you're there covering. I thought a lot of players hate spring training because it's, it's long, <laughs> the season's long, it, it, the season's already long, and then it's just long – time just to sit in Arizona and, and, and go through drills and stuff. But a lot of guys seem to always get there early. Are they just trying to look good for their management coaches, or they genuinely love being there, just want to get back to baseball at this point? Well, I think the, the number one thing that stood out to me is that Christian Yelich was already there when we got there. So this was before position players had to show up. And Yelich wasn't even – he wasn't there with a mission. He was standing around watching – so the young guys are the ones that do this, right? Your prospects, those guys mm-hmm. like Keston Hira, if you've heard that name, mm-hmm. the second-base prospect – He's there. He's in full mode when we show up. And Yelich is watching him, just just standing at the cage. That's That was how he spent his afternoon, watching the young guys hit, just sort of taking it all in. And uh, I I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a really good sign to me, right, that they want to get there, even though it's six weeks or whatever. They want to get there like three or four days before. And, they, you know, they were cutting up, having a great time. And uh, that's, to me, that's a good sign. Which guy did you spend the most time with? Corey Knable was one. He's – He's, he's a, funny. He's a funny interview. Yeah, he's fun. Corey's that that guy that you just sort of set him up. I don't have to think too hard about, you know. Hey, Corey, they, they say that uh, Jeremy Jeffress is the, the most stylish guy on the team. What do you think? And you see that smile come up, you know, and then he starts into this routine about, oh, I'm just a simple Texas kid, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, he, you know, so he'll go into this funny routine that we'll be able to use, you know. It's good. It's usable television. But, yeah, he's uh, kind of like the Brett Favre, the jokester, and the guy that has something to say about everything, and it's quick-witted and funny. Yeah, he was he was really, uh, he had, you know, a lot of antics going on with him. Arcia and Aguilar had this thing going. So, uh, Hernan Perez has a little kid, just, uh, it, you know, at the risk of trading in half my man card, adorable little kid. He really is. And so he he thinks he's a player. He had him taping his, his wrists. That's and, adorable. And so what he does is, before practice, He'll he'll be at a table there in the clubhouse and he'll play war with the players and he's pretty good. He, well, he knows how to play war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, good. that's a good game. So good. he you know yeah. he kind of talks a little smack to the guys you know like Aguilar you know Aguilar's like six five like two whatever and this little kid's beating him at war and kind of you know letting him have it a little bit. It was funny. Excellent. What do uh what what do so what do players do when they're not at the complex? Is it all baseball for them? Spring training? Do they? Do they live around each other? I know some guys make Arizona their their permanent home, so I don't think do they go to their houses. Is it, it's not like not necessarily like football training camp when everyone is around each other the whole time. But what do players socialize with each other much outside of baseball? What what's the sense that you can you can tell us about what they how they pass their their time when they're not at the ballpark? My my guess is it's about it's about in thirds. There's about a third maybe that have some sort of housing there where they live there at least part of the year, and then a third that are in sort of hotel tight, like the younger players will be in a hotel, and then maybe some of the other veterans will share a place that they'll have for five or six weeks. But it is interesting because you everything's early, right? The The thing about spring training is you're you're in there at 7 or 8 in the morning. You start, you hit the fields at 9.30, you're done at noon, right? So you have a lot of day left. And uh, the I think the favorite pastime is golf. Like mm-hmm. you'll hear two or three guys like, here we go. You know, they, they, when it, when the time comes, they they're almost running out of there. It's like it's time. We're gonna, you know, we've got a tea time. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the guys, you know, it's a weird thing. Some of the guys can't, you know, if they want to do this, they can't do it. Brent Suter is hurt. Now, he's not hurt 
you know, in something that would change if he golfs, but he has to think about this, right? Because sure. they're like, hey, sure. Suter, you're coming? And he's like, eh, I don't know, you know, I want to. But they they do love to golf. That's uh, even in the chilly weather. They were they were still doing that. They and hang that, out a lot. And that's funny because high school coaches tell kids not to golf because it wrecks their swing. Really, golf swing and baseball swings don't mix. So when you're when you're a young player, when you're like little league, and then going into high school, they go, "Don't swing a golf club because every swing you're gonna undercut it and pop up every single swing." I'm sure when you get to the big leagues, that's not an issue. Yeah, they 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 must. Because if they're all golfers, then. The muscle memory is there for for both. Although these days, that's what everybody does, right? Uppercut swings and yeah, yeah, swings. That's, that's what you don't like want. That's true. What right. about mini golf, though? That's always on the table. Well, well take that kid. Yeah, yeah. that kid. I, I'm telling you, I I got to find out. I think his na- first name is Christopher, and I think he's going to be one of those. Like in 15 years, he's going to be this like world class athlete because he is all over everything. That's awesome. All right, uh, more with Kevin Holden just back from Brewer Spring training. Fun to be talking baseball. Yeah. Uh, as the weather been terrible here, but at least it feels like we're getting closer. More with Kevin from CBS 58 next on The Hog. It's the afternoon program, 1029 The Hog. Joined by CBS 58 Sports Director Kevin Holden talking Brewers baseball as he uh, was covering the team in the early days of spring training within the last week. And hey, if my math is right, my count's right. Opening day is only five weeks from tomorrow. It's on a Thursday, right? It is. Aren't you going? You're going, Mandy? I am going. You got tickets? And, and I'm very Monday. excited. Yeah. As so a fan. Five weeks. Oh, yeah. It's my third opening day. I've been here for four years. This is my third opening day as a fan going and tailgate. I love opening day. It's my favorite. That's the that's when Milwaukee puts that stamp on the rest of the baseball world. This is how you tailgate. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, no doubt great. about that. Okay, so I have a question about what you did uh, at spring training. You're, you said everyone leaves at like noon, so is it like a free day? What are you doing out there? <laughs> well, we so we have shows too, like newscasts on CBS fifty eight. So we, once we're done gathering everything, then you figure out your best stories. And we have a show at four o'clock, a show at five o'clock. So we'd be live there, and that's it's an hour back. So for us, we would be done at. 4.15, usually, oh, okay. 4.30. So we were a little bit behind the guys, but, uh, you know, that's still enough daylight to yeah. go do some stuff. Not enough to go crazy, right? but enough to, you know, we might find a good meal. And Okay. You know, You're working I, harder than the ball players are, Kev. Longer hours. Longer hours. Did they l- ever let you swing the bat in a cage? <laughs> out of all the years you've been there, didn't, didn't any time yeah, any you get player? Yeah, you could go out there? No, they never <laughs> once. They're, they're scared I'm going to injure somebody. You know, like let let go of the bat on a swing, or yeah. you know, throw a throw a ball wrong. No, I I've never. No, they don't let me. You got to get in with somebody, dude. You yeah. got to give it a try. I'm a left-handed, you know, left-handed thrower. I've still there's probably still a little something left in the arm. <laughs> thinks everybody in the world. So right? you can never just hop into the cage or or anything like that. play catch with a guy. They don't they don't let you Those they don't let you do any that. Be safe. I would that'd be that'd be great. And you're close enough to do it. That's if you've never been to spring training. That's the thing about going to these practices because people say, why would fans show up before they play games, right? Because what are you doing? You're watching them practice. But that Mm. is, like, no lie, you are right against the fence and they're right on the other side of the fence. That's a dream. It is. I mean, that's it's the closest access you would ever, ever get. And Pat Murphy is one of the assistant coaches yesterday was hamming it up because that was when the the fans were there, most fans, because it was the first full squad workout. So he takes the players out on the field and he turns around at the fans and he starts yelling. He's like, if you don't like these guys, yell at them. If you think they're overpaid, yell at them. What? It's cold and you're out here. I mean, he was on fire, man. <laughs> Whoa. Pat Murphy was going nuts uh-huh. yesterday. So that, that's, and he's like three feet away from you doing that. So it's, it's great. 
So if you're going, because there's still five, you know, five weeks, you got another month at least, if you're planning to make a trip out there, which I can curious if you've never done spring training baseball, it's so much fun. Yeah. Because uh, you before that access, get there early, especially if you've got kids, access to the players is unlike anything else you get at any point in the season. Autographs, and, too, you know, you get those, like you guys coming off a field, you know, they'll, they'll sign for you more there than they will any other time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, team seemed very excited that Moose is back, and you were there as that as that news broke. Does that that translate in the in the in the clubhouse there that they got him back for this year? That was a hundred percent. You know, sometimes you hear those things where it's like, oh, it's great that he's back, and then the cameras are off, and they're like, it, with Moose, it was a legitimate thing when he. We were there when he stepped in. You know, we the clubhouse was open, so we were there, and he popped in, and. You know, Shaw was there, and it's a big, long hug. And that's, you know, those two are having to split two positions, right? They're they're both third basemen. Someone's going to have to switch positions. Well, Moose is going to be second, right? Yeah, that's I think, what they're saying. Yeah, I think he's going to get a good good hard look at second this year, in, yeah. in spring. And then if it works, I think he plays a lot of it there. So they, you know, they were hugging. Yelich was excited. Yelich tried to break up his press conference. You know, he said, he said something about, there's something about a moose costume or something, right? They said that it's there and they want to make him wear it. And he said, oh, yeah, Yelich wants me to wear it. And Yelich was standing behind us. And he, you can hear him over, over everybody say to Moose, oh, you're going to wear it. <laughs> moose is like, yeah, we'll see about that. But so it's, you know, like it's day one and they're moose cutting is, up. Moose is a it. big dude. Big, big dude <laughs> do you there, feel, Christian. Do go you for feel it. the Brewer chemistry last year and this year? It's about the same team, minus plus or minus a few guys. The chemistry is solid, better than we've seen in years. Last year, I think that was true. Oh man, they I just they were a fun group, right? I mean, yes. it's it, it's you have to get twenty five egos in a room and get them to go yeah. in one direction. Right. And so I, I think Craig counsels a lot of that, right? He he, everybody wants to play for him. They do a good job of uh, you know sort of sacrificing for self and helping the team. But we don't have that Machado on our team, is what I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not behind the scenes, so I don't know. But I don't see it. I don't see it in the dugout. I don't see anybody moping in there or one guy sitting off to the side all the time. No. No, there's no, you know, culturally, I just don't think. I think if someone started to do it, they'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, yeah. this isn't what we do. Yeah. Right. Which is, which is great. Right. Agreed. Uh, Kevin Holden, CBS 58 Sports Director, uh, fresh back from spring training. Love you stopping by every time. You clearly know baseball. Before you let you go, Kevin, because our next segment is about dating advice to a texter that is looking for some advice, we thought instead of us just always spouting off what yeah. we think, let's throw it to Kevin. Kevin, for a non-sports-related question, oh, man, if you want to give him give him the text and see what uh, what uh, what a younger Kevin Holden would have done oh, in this oh. in this situation. All right. Well, yesterday we were talking about dating rules, especially when you begin dating. And this guy texted in saying, "You probably won't believe me, but I'm 30 and I've never been on a date in my life. This isn't quite on topic, but there's this girl that I lightly talked to back in high school." I always had interest in her, but I'm really quiet and shy, so I never said anything. Now, here I am, single at 30. My question for you is, what's a non-creepy way to re-engage with her and hopefully ask her out? Should I tell her I'm interested right away or should I that part out? Oh, wow. Yeah, you you can't. Oh, my goodness. And, and especially at 30, you know, it's a little different. Like, everybody's got a little extra layer at 30. You know, you've, you've had some life experience at 30. So you can't just go right in and say, yeah, so you're interested? Let's let's do this. Yeah. You gotta. I think you have to kind of find a connection first, you know, to see if it's there. It, and he said it was somebody from his past, right? Right, high somebody school. from high school. So he's looking to see how he can re-engage with her and then get to the point where he asks her out. Yeah, that's it's going to have to start with, like, you know, social media friend requests, a little Ugh. back and forth. Uh-huh. Like, you you got to take it slow. you got to ease in because, you know, especially at, at, at 30, 
maybe it's weighing on him a little bit, right? Like yeah. he wants to to you know get this life experience, and you know that that could that could make you a little aggressive. So you you might have to back off of that a little bit, right? Some Slide into those maybe, DMs. Maybe a little something about Mary before he calls her. <laughs> A little, Man. because just so there's no oh, mental mental reset, for, right? Yeah. Mental reset for a phone call. I don't. Kevin, know. thank you. I hope you come back and join <laughs> us on the show sometime after that. That was <laughs> awesome. CBS 58 for uh, your Brewer Spring training coverage, and uh, look forward to watching you. Uh, you'll be on the uh, back on the news tonight, right? Nine and ten, we're okay. ready. Okay, Kevin Holden, CBS 58. It's 102.9 The Hog.